are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What do you do? Not much, man. Glad to be back on the pod. Ready to get to this topic, man. What you got for us today? All right, all right. So today's topic is going to be don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. All about procrastination. Kid, what you got? Man, you got me thinking about college now. Talking college. about procrastination and stuff Cramming. that you have to do at work. Like, man. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that was probably like one of the worst feelings. College is a crazy place. We have to write papers. College of how you going to sleep for like taking a nap for like five minutes and say, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take a nap for 10 minutes and I'm gonna um, get up and get on this paper. <laughs> like it's just crazy stuff like that. So I don't, you know, I don't really like that feeling. I don't care to really have that feeling again anymore. The pressure of having to turn things in. And it makes you procrastinate. And you just say, All right, I'll start on it at four. Well, I'll start on it at five. Before you know it, I get on the first thing in the morning. And it's just like, it's so bad, man, because it's just like your inconsistencies. But then at the same time, you end up doing it. Mm-hmm. So you might push it off to the last minute, but then you end up doing it. Right. Um, so it's like, it's a bad thing, but then it's not a bad thing. But what if something comes up? Where you can't do it now you're not able to turn it in yeah so i guess like looking from the standpoint of how i'm gonna you know talk to my son about procrastinating i definitely would tell him don't procrastinate man like get your stuff done and even when it comes to he's in pre-k now right mm-hmm. so when it comes to his letters, learning his letters and learning learning his numbers, and he's even started to learn letter sounds. And in the first grade, I know that that's what they really focusing on is making sure they should already know those letter sounds. They should already know those sounds. They should already know the letters, the numbers, all of that good stuff. Because when they get to kindergarten, they learn that stuff. And by first grade, you're supposed to know a certain amount of words and all the sounds, all the numbers, all that stuff, so we can build on things in the first grade. Right. So I guess, like, before I can teach him or tell him about it, I'm supposed to show him about not procrastinating. So this is like a three-year process of getting the work done early. Mm-hmm. So now, like I said, we're focusing on letters, focusing on letter sounds. Then next year when he goes to kindergarten, he'll be learning more sight words. Also dealing with familiar things like letter sounds and letters. And then first grade, that's when he can really start making progress as a reader. Right. And once he gets reading, then he's in place, he's in good position to be successful in school. Right. So I feel like 
we have to teach them the process of it before I can actually start putting the words with it later. Like right now I'm teaching them, this is what you need to be doing now so you'll be ready. But later on, it's gonna be like, okay, you got an assignment due. You need to be working a little bit on it, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then at the end of the week, you can finish it up and not waiting all the way to the end of the week to do that. And those little skills and, and lessons that you learn in school, the important thing is that you can start applying it to life. Right. And things that really matter. So like when he gets older and he has a son, you don't wait and build your relationship with your child when they're 10 years old. Absolutely. It starts right. at birth. Right. And you have better chance of success with that child when you establish that relationship early in life. Mm -hmm. Talking about, because he's going to have goals and dreams and saying, dad, one day I want to go to Bora Bora for vacation. Or dad, I want that new Lamborghini that they got coming out. I want that when I get older. And showing him the process of, okay, how can you get that? You can't afford mm -hmm. it right now, but how can you afford it? Right. And opening up his mind and saying, okay, well, I can't just say, I want, I want to have this at the age of 25 and you haven't put in any work to get that goal. Yeah. Okay. So at 18, what do you need to be doing so you can get that Lamborghini at 25 years old? What do you need to be doing at 20? What do you need to be doing at 22? And having him map out things to achieve his goals and not procrastinating and waiting to the last minute and saying, oh, how am I going to do this? And even, yeah. even more when we talked about retirement and how people get to their sixties and then you don't have no retirement and you got to keep on working up to your seventies because you haven't well, put anything away. Yeah. So I feel like I, I like when school can teach you little things like that, that can be applied to life. Yeah. So I should be right. Yeah, but it ain't. Yeah. It's not always like that, though. Right. You know, sometimes it makes you feel like you can't get something done, and you just a failure. You know, sometimes it can be like that, but when we can take those those times when we can apply it to life and the things that kids want and what they want to do in life, I think it's a beautiful process. Yeah. So. Yeah, procrastination, I think you have to model it for them so they can see it. And then also those active conversations about how can you achieve the goals that you want to achieve? Because I think when it comes to procrastinating, it's all about you have to have a goal in place at first. Mm -hmm. Don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. So there is a goal there. How do we get that goal? Okay. I think you might've said one time, how do you eat an elephant? 
One bite at a time. One, one bite at a time. So no matter yeah. how big your goal is, son, no matter how crazy it is or how people think how crazy you are because you got this humongous goal that looks like you can't achieve, you can achieve it. It's just one step at a time. Right. But if you procrastinate and you're trying to skip all those steps, it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. What do you think? So before I go, you know, you're talking about um, what you said was good. And uh, one of the things I, one of the things you said that I kind of just wanted to ask you some more on you, you were talking about how, um, you know, with procrastination, um, you know, you're, you're going to tell your son, you know, work on it, you know, early and you modeling that behavior, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. So my question to you is, do you think, and viewers and listeners, you know, comment, same question. Do you think people that procrastinate are lazy? No. Okay. No, okay. I don't. Okay. I, don't. I, I was, I think, you didn't say that, but it was just a question that I had, not that you were saying yeah, that. I, I'm not I know that. Applying that. Yeah. You weren't I know applying that's not that, what you're trying to say. Yeah, but it's it's a crazy thing, and I'm glad you asked that. They're not lazy. Their motivation is just wired differently. Yeah, some people work better when you know their back is against the wall, the clock is ticking down. I think you do kind. Of, yeah, you're like that because you like yeah. you'll wait till Sunday when it's due to write a 15 page paper, which is insane to me. Yeah, but to me. You know how I am about managing expectations. Yeah. If I got too much on me, I'll shut down. Yeah. I say, bro, I cannot do that. I'm one thing at a time. So yeah. I have to do this a little bit, do this a little bit, do this a little bit, and now I put my final touches on the last day and mm -hmm. just have a beautiful masterpiece there at the end. Yeah. Which you... You do a little bit each day, but it's all in your head. It's all up here. Yeah. And see, mine has to be concrete. I got to have some visual, you know, to make me feel like I got this. Yeah. It's manageable. Yeah. Yeah, man, my, my wife, we've, we've talked about, you know, this very same thing, you know, recently here. And, um, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. And not just because you know how I can be or whatever when it comes to like a write in a paper or something. But I, I, I don't think that uh, people who procrastinate are lazy. Because to me, a lazy person wouldn't even do it. You know what I mean? Wouldn't even work on it, you know? Okay. I do think, so there was this, this quote, and I'm a, before I, before I kind of, you know, get to what I was talking about, but there was a quote that I saw one time that a friend of mine from back in high school posted from Facebook. And this is what the crow said. Procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes you another chance to do tomorrow what he gave you the chance to do today. And I said, whoa. Read that again. Read that again. Read that again. It said, procrastination is the arrogant assumption 
that God owes you another chance to do tomorrow what he gave you the chance to do today. So I was just thinking, I was like, wow, you know, some people, I know some people maybe have said in the past, you know, people who procrastinate, you know, they're just lazy. They're just putting it off. They're just putting stuff off because they're lazy. But for me, like you said, my, my mind has never been wired that way. It's like I'm lazy. It's just, I do, when I'm writing a paper and stuff, stuff like that, my mind works better when it's under that crunch. Like I got five hours to get this done and ideas are just coming. The whole time I'm thinking about stuff, like if I know it's due, but it's something about just sitting there at the last minute and like those ideas are just coming and you, I just feel like I'm in a zone. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And so to me, that quote is more or less like, you know, then these, these may not be the same exact things, but um, when it talks about procrastination, is it like the arrogant assumption that God gave you, let me make sure I get, owes you another chance to do tomorrow what he gave you the chance to do today. It may not necessarily be with writing a paper, but there are some things that I will admit that you should be doing more on a regular basis instead of waiting to the last minute to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. for example, like, let's say, let's say, for example, you have to preach on Sunday or you got to preach on Wednesday night. Or if I, if I got asked to, you know, to share on, on a night or whatever, something I can't, those types of things, I can't wait to the last minute necessarily to do that. And see, that's what I thought about when, when I have to speak, see, sometimes your fruits are not brought forth until it's due season. Exactly. And and so there are sometimes too then there's there's a there's a point I didn't in that feel as like well. that quote was that's why I don't the quote is a good quote. Yeah. But I didn't feel like that really spoke to me because I, I didn't feel like it's any arrogance when I don't do something. I just even even when it's task at work, I'm like, I have to do this right now. Right. So I can't think about doing that. And a lot of times I'll stay, I, I won't stay late at work all week. And then on Fridays, I'll stay late because I'm getting ready for the next week. Mm -hmm. I can't wrap my mind around getting to the next week until I've gotten through this week. No, I follow you. It's like putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. That's no, how my you. mind works. But to each his own. Now, women, and we have women viewers and listeners. Women, how do you feel about managing expectations? Because I know my wife's mind goes like this. She can think about 50 million things at one time. Yeah. She can think about 50 million things on her to-do list when she's going to do them at one time. Yeah. But me... One thing. One at a time. Okay. I yeah. need to go by the grocery store today and get my cereal so I can have cereal before I go to work tomorrow. I need batteries. Let's get that done. That's why I do a lot of, I do a lot of checklists. And I think a lot of people, that's the problem with a lot of their relationships. They don't understand how their significant other or the opposite sex 
how their mind works. Typically men, we take one thing, we process that, we think about that one thing at a time. So if we have a to-do list, we think about the to-do list. If we're thinking about the Washington football team playing the Philadelphia Eagles, we're thinking about that. If I'm thinking about things I need to buy Jonah for Christmas, I'm thinking about that. Those three are, uh, they are departmentalized in my head. They have their own separate square. Yeah. They don't intersect. Yeah. But women's brains are, are kind of like a spider web where everything is connected. Have you ever had a conversation like with your wife where you'll say one thing and she made you say something else in her head? Like, so what you mean? Like, I don't have a good example right now, but like when you say something, like you may make a comment and then she'll be sitting there thinking like, what did he really mean? Mm. like I like that shirt that you have on okay I can use that honey I like that shirt that you have I like that shirt that you had on yesterday mm-hmm. y'all ready to go somewhere and you just right right at that moment you pulled that one block out you forgot to give her a comment about how she was dressed yesterday you said honey I like that shirt you wore yesterday she might say thank you when she walks away her does he not like what I'm wearing today? Is that why yeah. he said that? Yeah. Did he see another lady that had, that was dressed better than me today? Yeah. Does he not <laughs> like the color? I thought he liked blue. Maybe he doesn't like blue on me. Does this blue make me look fat? Okay, here we go. Yeah. One thing is leading <laughs> to another. So, yeah, that's... But that, like, I, we learned that in um, in marriage counseling that we had. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, they get, they get it misconstrued that when you have marriage counseling that something's going bad. But just like yeah. you know, you have premarital counseling. And then I, I suggest that couples, as soon as you get married, after that, you should continue the counseling we learned so much stuff man on how to just wrong with interact that. with each other yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah but it's kind of like i don't know if it's frowned upon but people just are like we don't need counseling or why do we need counseling for is something wrong but i enjoyed it yeah so you know going back to putting off tomorrow what you can do today I do think there are certain things that um, you don't put off or you shouldn't put off. You should just go ahead and, and tackle it and get it done, you know, on that day of, you know, and not have this quote unquote, as the quote said, this arrogance that you can just do it later. You know, um, I do think that like, again, I still stick by like what, how I feel, and how I believe there are certain things that if you wait to the quote unquote last minute to it's, you know, sometimes like, I, I know you can probably test this. If you're speaking, you may not get anything. You, you know, you may have like an idea 
of where, yeah. you know, you may want to go, but, you know, it maybe doesn't all come together to that until, time. until, you know, the day of that you're supposed to speak, you know. I agree. And, and sometimes it may not even come to you until you actually get up. Yeah. You know, so. I agree. Yeah. So I, we've, we've all seen that. But another thing I was going to talk about as far as don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. But just more of a question to you. Um, I, and I, I think, you know, and I, I tell my son, you know, certain things as well. Um, he has a habit <laughs> of he'll go, if, if he goes to his room to eat, what he'll do is like, instead of like, he'll finish eating his food. Sometimes he may leave his plate in his room. Okay. Instead of I'm done eating, I'm going to go and put the plate in the in a, in a, in the dishwasher and I'm going to throw away the trash and you know put everything up in its place. And so you may come into his room the next day and you see a plate from the day before and you're like what are you doing? You know like this room is a mess. Like don't do that. You know and I'm trying to explain to him, "Hey, just just take care of it now so that you don't have to wait to do it another time. You know, just don't put it off. Go ahead and do it now. You mm -hmm. know, don't procrastinate." You know, when you get done eating, immediately do it, you know, and, and that's that's what, you know, he and I, we have these certain conversations about, you know, don't put stuff off, do it now, just go ahead and like, basically certain things, like just get it over with, just do it now. But I yeah. wanted to ask you a question and, you know, I'll give you a chance to respond to that. But the question is, uh, what do you think about times when we do put things off? And it's because we're tired. What do you think about the need for recharge? Do you look at that as still procrastinating or do you look at it as, um, hey, you have to listen to your body sometime. And if you're exhausted, nothing wrong with putting it off tomorrow. Oh what yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that because I feel like not only you have to listen to your body, but what is your mindset? And we've experienced this um, a lot with the pod. You know, recording podcasts, I mean, we may say we're going to record on this day and then that day gets there, bro, let's do it tomorrow, you know? And I feel like a lot of times it's better because if somebody says that they can't do it today, like if you come to me and you say, I can't do it today, well, I don't feel like doing it today. I never feel any kind of way, which I probably am the one that says, let's do it another day more than you do. But I don't feel any kind of way because I'm like, okay, if he doesn't feel like doing it, then our conversation is not going to be as rich. If he's tired, if he's irritated, if he's hungry or whatever the case is, it's just not going to be right. So I, I feel like you do need to make sure that your mindset is right and on your body is feeling right. You need to have enough rest. Now, when you were talking about how, like with, with um, your son and how he would leave a plate in his room, I do feel like that in times like that is something that you do because it's, it's all about cleanliness. cleanliness. Mm -hmm. and, you're, and you're teaching him that. And the best thing to do after you finish eating is throw away the plastic plate or put it in the dishwasher. That's the best way to keep your house clean. Just like if you finish playing with his toys or something like that, go ahead and put them up now, you know, because 
if you don't get it's it now, yeah. it's just gonna be laying around. Now I programmed myself with this one thing. This is a good example for that. As as a kid, I always liked that. Let me fix that. When I was a kid, and I um my mom used to make my bed. I would get up. My mom used to make my bed every day, right? So when I got mm-hmm. to a certain age, my mom stopped making my bed. I had got so used to my bed being made up that it irritated me for my bed not to be made up. So if I got mm-hmm. up and went to school and I got back home, I just didn't feel right because my bed wasn't made up. Yeah. So I got in the habit of when I got up in the morning, I made my bed right then. Because if yeah. I don't do it right then, it's not going to get done. And right. then it doesn't, it doesn't make me, that's just me. It doesn't make me feel good when I come home and my bed is not made because my mom made me feel like that's how it's supposed to be. Right. But now it's second nature. No matter what time I get up in the morning, if it's four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever time I get up, the first thing I do when I get out of bed is make my bed up. Mm-hmm. I would even gotten to the point, even in college, where I would make my bed up so much in the morning, or if I was rushing out to go to my class, a lot of times I would just let my bed be made up and I would just put another cover over me and never really get under the cover so I wouldn't have to make the bed up. Call it lazy, <laughs> call, call it whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that that was just that was just how I operated. And some things you can train yourself to do automatically. Yeah. It, and it becomes second nature. And I right. remember even with seatbelts. It, it, when we were younger, it really wasn't a big thing about making sure you hooked your seatbelt. But over the years, now everybody hooks the seatbelt, hooks the seatbelt, hooks the seatbelt. And as soon as I get in the car, that's the first thing I do. It's just became yeah. second nature. So yeah. I feel like we can apply that to, to life um, where as soon as you know, as soon as something happens, like even with the podcast, let's say as soon as we finish recording, if I train myself that I'm gonna go ahead and edit film right after we finish recording, and you do that week after week after week after week, and then it becomes habit, then yeah, you can do it. But if you don't do it, then now it's automatically it's procrastination. Yeah. Never really thought about that either. Yeah. So it's like habit. And then you, and, and if it's not a habit, then it's you procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say, you know, if it's thir- certain things that maybe you know you should do, or is the best practice to do, and you want to get into the habit of not waiting to the last minute or not putting it off, so to speak, you might need to get into the habit of just knocking it out. You know, I think about uh, exercising. Um, I like to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, that snooze button, I tell you, you know, that it the, the alarm clock goes off and maybe sometimes you don't feel like getting up at that particular time and then you put it off and you're just, oh, I'll just go out there, get off work or I'll just, you know, make it up tomorrow or whatever, you know, but you don't feel right. You know, at least sometimes, you know, I don't, I still don't, I'm like, man, I should have, should have got up and I should have went, you know, and worked out, yeah. even, even if it was for, for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. You know, but um, sometimes you have to build those habits so that it becomes a routine and a habit, you know, like you're saying, to where then you you don't feel right putting it off. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah and that's, that's the thing right. too. Is like when you want to call somebody a procrastinator or that they are procrastinating. Okay, you can say that I'm a procrastinator on my job, or you can say that I'm a procrastinator when it comes to cleaning up the dishes as soon as I finish cooking. But then if I'm not a procrastinator when it comes to making up my bed, when I'm not a procrastinator when it comes to exercising in the morning, when I'm not a procrastinator when it comes to getting up at four o'clock in the morning, when I'm not a procrastinator when it comes to eating right every day and not saying I'm going to eat right tomorrow, mm-hmm. when you when you got so many habits and so many things that's pulling you that you have to do, that you do, you know, at the drop of a hat, aren't you, I mean, isn't it healthy for you to, to maybe, I hate to use the word slack off, but to slack off on some other things? Because if you are that disciplined in everything that you do, won't you go crazy? Yeah. No, I, I think it's like to, to what, you know, with the question I was asking you, sometimes you just need to recharge. I think so you too. Know, it, can, it can be mentally taxing to, you know, do everything by schedule every single time. You know, yeah. sometimes you may need, you may need, ah, just relax. You know, this is not going to hurt me if I, you know, uh, wait till tomorrow to do this. You know, it just depends on what it is, but it shouldn't be a habit to always procrastinate everything. I agree. I agree. And I know totally where you're coming from. Yeah. Do you have anything else for the topic? No, I don't. All right, guys. We thank you guys for listening to Dad Roots Podcast. We got Mario E and Kid, and we're signing out. See you guys. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.